Hey everybody, welcome to episode 133 of the Bono Podcast, where we talk all things Blood Bowl. Welcome back. I'm Ben, and once again, I'm joined by Blood Tide Ben BT. How are you doing today? I'm very good, thank you. Uh, just off the uh, off the high of the tournament at the weekend, which is great. Good <laughs> feeling. Start of 2024. Yeah, uh, well, we've, got, we've got some tournaments coming up as well soon, which is pretty. We do pretty pretty cool. And running no, those tournaments that we've got coming up, we've got Ian Triple Pal Triplo and Miltonio Banderas. How are our TO to- extraordinaires? Very good, very good. Good to see you, James. Yeah, very good. Very good, thanks. But on a bit of a hobby high, I've been doing some painting. So. Yes. It's been good. It's been, the January's been pretty good for hobby at the moment. Mm-hmm. People are like mm-hmm. painting things and building things. It seems to be going quite well. I even mm-hmm. saw a joke to you the other day, Milton, didn't I? That it's going to be like one for one on teams per month. You're nearly done with Ooh. the team. I'm nearly done with the team. It's like... That's not happening. Can Considering imagine? that like one Tomb King has taken me like 24 hours. <laughs> Uh, all you need to do is, is not sleep. Yet. You'll be fine. Yeah. You've got six whole days left. You'll be fine. Maybe fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, other than nonsense, BT, what are we talking about today? Uh, well, we're going to be talking about that tournament I went to, um, Barton Bowl in Eastleigh, um, run by Hex Baron. Um, and it's an amazing event, and we'll, we'll go through that in detail in a minute. We're also going to be talking about um, tour play, because this tournament used tour play, and how that's, um, how that's being used in tournaments now, which is kind of cool it's very exciting yeah that was uh, milton was straight in on it he was like he was like how, how did talk play go how did talk play i was like no 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 oh, no, no, no. no no let's talk about it on the podcast because because i think we, <laughs> i think it'd be useful to know because using tour play play is awesome for league really awesome i think trips but you'd be you'd be in agreement that having done in tournament and wobble it's perfect for oh, league. absolutely perfect for league really good and and it's got such a, a good entertainment factor for everyone keeps everyone tied in and solves the problem of the dice rolls at the end of the game do you do them then when people are watching do you think about it you can still do it or do you do them five minutes before league and screw up everyone's <laughs> inducement plans yeah that's definitely definitely a thing no you're right being able to follow the games along is really 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 cool because ben i think you went to one i don't know maybe november last year yeah i remember yeah. i was i was on a walk with tiff I literally just crossed this little bridge. I was like in the middle of the bridge looking at my phone. Tiff was like, is everything okay? I was like, oh, Ben's lost his big guy. She's like, is he all right? Like, where did he lose it? And I was like, no, 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 no. He's just been, he's just been injured. And he's like, Ben's been injured. I'm like, oh, for God's sake. It's like, yes, yes, Ben's gone now. Yeah, just say yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we continued our walk. Uh, but no, that was good. Um, yes, so yeah, Ben went to a tournament. And we want to hear all about the tournament and ask lots of questions about tour play. Right. Uh, we're going to jump straight into it again. We're going to try and keep this to be a quick one because we've got a little a little helper with us today. So if I have to be quiet for a bit, is because um, Libby May is having quite the day. But anyway, onwards to Barton Bowl. Okay, so Barton Bowl 2, right, Ben? Yes, yes, the second one. The first one was earlier last year, oh, later last year. Um yeah, I think Milton was going to go to that one. And I, I was, yeah. I had to dive out for yeah. reasons. But yeah, it's a bit of a shame, really, because it's so local. It's really convenient. Yeah, yeah it's run at Barton Pebble College in Eastleigh, which for me is like 10 minutes away. It's fantastic. Um, 
so yeah, I was really snapped that one up. Um, and yeah, a lot of people went. I was really what? impressed. There was like 50 or something. Yeah, yeah. 50 coaches. Yeah. Um, and it was, um, yeah, it was run in the college. Um, the lead, the, the guy running it works there. So he was able to get the rooms out, which was awesome. Um, and loads and loads of prize support as well. He had been in touch with like Charlie, little Charlie Vicks prizes, like Doc Miniature. There's a guy from um, Agama or Agama Minis, which is like a new company that's just started up. Um, and he was selling stuff there. They even had like a little like a shop booth thing. Um, and just to, to pass on his word, he did say they're doing a Kickstarter. So if you go to Ajima, A-G-E-M-A, and follow their Halfling project, which I think is coming in March. Um, so I'm just going to pass that message on for him. Um, they're really cool. He was selling them there early. So that's quite cool. Yeah, you, um, we'll, we'll put the link to the... You chucked me already the link to the Kickstarter. Yes. Like, uh, do you know when it's going to start? Yeah, I think March, he said. That I think is... middle of March. Cool. We'll yeah, so, that you, show notes, so that's available. Yeah, just notify him because it lets him boost the the, the um, Kickstarter boost it basically. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was great to see. It was like a really big event, um, and <laughs> expertly run. They even had Bake Off. That was like a sub Bake Off where people were encouraged to bring in baked goods. Oh, wow, and that's uh, very cool. <laughs> yeah, so there was loads of snacks. So um, yeah, so um, like I think. Uh, Chris Hexbaron, he put a picture of the sort of layout in our Discord before it came out. It looked looked fantastic. I mean, the, the college looks very nice, and like the layout he'd done with the mm. dugouts on a sort of separate sort of side table, like a mini side table, that looked very yeah. convenient. Um, but I think he mentioned like having the like two rooms or something. So was it was it split out across two rooms? How did that work? Yeah, so we had one big room, um, like large college classroom for um, that held twenty five tables. And then because he was able to get another classroom over the other side. So it was like right. on one, it was like a middle corridor. There's yeah. a room on one side, room on the other side. Yeah. And both rooms held, held tables. That's so it was like the top end tables are in where he was. Um, and then the lower end tables were in the other room. <laughs> in, the, in the peasant room. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it felt. In the room of failure. <laughs> where there were no baked goods they, or shops. <laughs> um, they do that in, uh, I can't remember. I, I I don't know what it is, whether it's a forty k tournament or a um, a blood bowl tournament. One of the podcasts or something I've listened to, they have that where they've got several rooms and it's like top tables are in one room, medium tables yeah. are in the second room, and like the bottom tables are like in the corridor, and everyone just simply does not want to be in the corridor. And like, it's this, <laughs> I think it might have been chaos. Seen, I don't know. Have you guys seen Snowpiercer? Yeah, yeah, on the train, train. the classic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that another Sean? Is that Sean Bean? It yes, is. That's fantastic. Yeah. I remember yeah. seeing adverts for that back when I had Sky before I went to streaming early. I'm thinking, oh, I bet he dies. Um, mm, who knows? Couldn't, couldn't, yeah. yeah. Oh, not Has, the, sh has yeah. the show been cancelled yet? Because there's still time. I don't know. Yeah. Know. But um, yeah, no, it was incredibly well run and a huge shout out to Hex Baron, who was coming to Beachhead. Um, but yeah, huge shout out. Uh, Phenomenal event. Have no notes. Oh, uh, expert. That's that's good to hear. That's such great news. Actually, and... no, I do have one note. Oh, and we'll touch on that. Do you guys want to talk about the tournament first or tour play first? Tour tournament. Let's talk, tournament. 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 Yeah, let's do let's talk, let's talk okay. the build. Talk anything cool you saw. And yes. Talk through your games, and then then notes. <laughs> so <laughs> it's three game tournament. Just a one day. Uh, it was five tiers. Um, corn. We're in tier four, which was Ooh. great. So um, okay. yeah, I think we had like five corn teams here. 
So were these tiers the World Cup tiers from last year or something new? No, I think they were slightly different. World Cup at six, I think. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, so this meant that I had 11.80 to spend on the team, which is great because you can get four Seekers, four Corn Gores, big guy in with that, two rerolls. But then what was interesting was the skill package, which I think is taken from something else. Um, some of them, I think someone was saying that. It was new to me. And it was that you had a skill cap of three, which meant that you couldn't take skills if it would exceed three. Like you can't take guard four times. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you if your team has it built in, you can't take it additional times. So you can have more of one skill if it's built in. Obviously, like if you have an Amazons, you can have all that dodge. You can't take dodge on anyone. Not that you would. Um, or like dwarves, you could have block on all your linemen, but it means you can't put block on a player that doesn't have it. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So, for instance, I had a court. I had corn with the four corn gores. I couldn't put juggernaut juggernaut on the big guy because my corn gores had it. Mm. Um, and I chose to put block on three seekers. Um, you could stack skills for free as well. So here's where I stacked this Mighty Blow on two of them. Roster looks lovely, man. It looks yeah. very nice. <laughs> it was actually really quite effective to some degree. Um, Who knew? There is a Fethnicorn roster that I saw, which definitely was a bit clever with them. Um, okay. But this was this was great. I've been so fed up of not breaking armor with corn. And so I just thought, you know what? Let's just go in. And in my game against the Orcs, spoilers, I got two big ones out, like a turn two. Yeah. Um, oh, chef's kiss. Yeah, it was good. Um, but yeah, so it was a really interesting build. And it meant that we were seeing rosters with really interesting skills. I Like having this limit, it's actually really fun. I liked it a lot. Um, I really like that concept because it, yeah, I mean, quite often there, there are some very cool, like bashy teams in particular. I think there are some very standard sets, aren't there, where you basically just stack the same skill and quite often you stack that skill on players. So you, you might have like a whole bunch of guys with block. Like, so well, let's pick Orcs, for example. You've got block on the Blitzers. Well, I want block on my Biggins because they don't start with it. Well, hang on a second. I can't do that. And then yeah. you're thinking about, well, hang on a second. Where am I going to put the guard placement? Where am I going to do it? No, it's actually a really, really smart idea, uh, particularly for the Bashy teams, which I think we're very heavy in the metaphor now. Yes. Yeah. Orcs, yeah. orcs are the boogeyman at the moment, which I am a huge fan. They are. Huge <laughs> fan. But, oh, me um, too, especially after our draft. So, yeah. yeah. Well, um, the, 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 there was a lot of tournaments. It was actually very common, like in the before times, to have a limit of like a two of a certain skill. I'm not sure I've ever seen the uh, you can't take it if someone else if across the team. I've not seen. I don't think I've seen that before, but. I, I think it's I, cool. Makes sense. Like I, I do, I do kind of get it. I'm trying to think if there's anything you would be stitched on, and I think maybe wood elves, <laughs> uh, mm. if because they've got dodge dodge on the war dancer, so you get one more yeah. dodge across the whole team. And say with dark elves, um, uh, Skaven, you you don't need dodge on Skaven. Ben, stop dodging. No, not saying dodge. Not saying dodge. <laughs> dodge. I'm thinking with like block, you get one blodge gutter runner. I don't know how many you usually take. As many, as many as you can give me. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you get two blitzers and then one blodge gutter run. Yeah. I, I, yeah. You can't have it on more than one. It's interesting. Yeah. I, do, uh, I think that's good. I do think that's good. Anyway, talk us through your team uh, and yes. how you spent all of these magical skills. So, yeah. So I took the full corn roster um, with two rerolls. So 
if there was a position or it had it, and then three linemen. Um, all, four, I, all four dogs, nice. Yeah, yeah, with with eleven eighty, it's it's good. Um, then you get uh, I then I put block on three seekers, and mighty blow on two of them, and one seeker was just skillless. I had two guard corn gores and one short hands corn gore. Um, now there was a package for six primary, two secondary. I went for eight primary just because I wanted to stack mighty blow. It kind of I felt I didn't need the secondaries. However, there was another corn roster that did take the block on the blood spawn, and it stacked guard. No, it had block, block, guard, guard for seekers. And then I think it had strip ball, sure hands, leader. Ooh, mm. strip ball, dogs on the corn dog. Yeah, so I think that was probably a better shout because then he got a leader for a third reroll as well. Um, I will say that no matter what you do with the big guy, if you use your double and put block on him, or you don't, no matter what you do, you it's not gonna it's not gonna be right. Like, yeah. there's no uh, yeah. correct answer. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, block on him is great, and he did double skull in his first turn on round three <laughs> and killed himself. Block double, which was help double awful. skull. Like, no, sorry, double both down. Sorry. Yeah, that one it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that one does. <laughs> mm, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that's a tasty roster. That is that is potent for corn dog. The corn that is. Yeah. So he the other corn roster didn't have the mighty blow, which actually really helped. Really, really helped. Um, I, I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna miss going back to corn with without that mighty blow because <laughs> it's it was good. Is that going to be what we hear at Beachhead from you then? It's like, oh, yeah. if only oh. I had mighty blow. Oh, yeah. Another blow. nine on the injury. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's always the way. Like Milton, even with like your your, your black orcs. No, not black orcs. Your biggest. Again, like if yeah. you give them block, you wish they had mighty blow. If you give them mighty blow, you wish they had block. Oh yeah. God, yeah, uh, yeah. Any any of the above, like it's never right. And even when you like give two to one and two to the other, and then when you can no, take all three, that's your the opponent worst. gets hack phlegm, yeah. uh, or mini or hack phlegm Judia, and uh, mm. yeah. Ricky. So how how many points total, including skills, was your team? Uh, sorry, thirteen value. value. I think thirteen ten. So that's yeah. that's quite high, isn't it? Like, yeah, there's a lot, quite a lot of variance in in the team values. If, on, if you go on to the standings, so that, that was my question because obviously at five tiers, uh, with a lot of different package choices, your variance in your va like team value is going to change quite a lot. And we know that that team value can make quite a significant difference, but maybe not at this level. However, it does sound like you're on the sort of higher end of. I mean, we we run what. Let's say like a tier one team at Beachhead. How many points are you? How many? How much value are you going to end up at? It's about hundred and something k less, isn't it? Be twelve fifty. Yeah, twelve fifty. Yeah. Right. It'd be between twelve fifty and thirteen hundred. So, no, no, it won't. It'll be less than that because it's eleven hundred Beachhead, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah be between twelve and twelve point five. Yeah, which is a. Fair chunk less, but obviously if you've got five tiers and you're in tier four, I'm guessing the higher tier teams weren't given quite such a nice skill package. Where yeah, and it'll depend, you know. Where do they tier orcs were tier one? I believe. <laughs> we can live but hope. Uh, <laughs> so I guess they had less team value. Because they had yeah. seven primary and one secondary. Oh, that's yeah. still pretty good. No, that must have been tier two. That, that can't be right. No, that can't be a tier one package. That's, that's the package they had on it? That's fixed. Have you just called someone out? 
yeah, so orcs are around 12.50 to 13.15, depending yeah, on the, on the build. Is that, is that a dodging blitzer? Because, yeah. Sorry, yeah, it was four tiers. Uh, orcs were tier two. Okay. Dodge sure has. Yeah, four tiers. Okay. They got a better skill package than you did. Yeah, well, I could take six primary, two secondary. But I took I just... seven primary, one secondary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the, the, technically what you said is better. Six primary and two secondary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, eight primary versus seven primary and a double. That isn't, that's, that's worse. <laughs> that, that's still yeah. quite well, high. Yeah. It's a load uh, of skills, Mill. You're, you're right. And, and what I was trying to get to is like something, in fact, Nick, Nick was, um, so Kaijin Chicken was talking about this in the Discord earlier. He was sort of saying about uh, Dungeon Bowl. Dorset Dungeon Bowl, and he was sort of saying, have you guys kind of like uh, talked about the the rule set for that yet? He was saying about like including a new skill. And I guess my hesitancy there is the more skills you include, the higher inflated the team is, and you've only got a set amount of time to play in. And as we saw when we ran the summer tournament, was it last year? Not last year, the year before. And we gave the mascot in with the re-roll. Any kind of addition, it just adds so much more time to your games. And then there's a concern that games aren't wrapping up in time. So I was wondering with this kind of skill package, how how the how the uh, players got on in terms of the, the time limit, the rounds, how has that played out? Oh, we can have a look at Ben's first round, can't we? Yeah. Uh, because yeah, tour play. The advantage of tour play. play. Yeah. So let's go find Ben's first round. Uh, yeah. I played against Rupert. Lovely coach, um, playing Dark Elves. Um, and yeah, his interesting Dark Elf roster because <laughs> obviously you can't just spam the usual suspects on elves like you want dodging everyone. Um, I can, I can but... hear the sadness coming from Triplo's <laughs> lights, <laughs> and this does really help on this Dark Elves. This does really hinder Dark Elves because yeah. you probably want blodgers right on your blitz. Blitzers. Yeah, you had two sidestep blitzers, yeah, because you've got two dodge on witch elves, so you can only take one. Um, yeah, to the two sides that blitzes really good against me. Yeah, I was um, going to say against Frenzy. It makes me so sad and... that tackle wasn't a choice there. That that they didn't go. Oh, I need a tackler. Like, what does that say about the meta? That they've taken yeah. two sidestep yeah. instead of one tackle at least. I did want to note there were no underworld teams at the tournament. Wow, zero. Yeah. yeah, no one drafted Ooh. underworld. It's fine. Um, <laughs> when, when, when does this go out? Is it after the beachhead? No, no, before what this this episode? Yeah, uh, two days time. Right. Okay. Now I'll keep stem. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Like he he clearly marked his his sidestep out, and uh, I still he still put it in the sideline. I was like, oh yes, I can serve a I can serve a dark old blitzer, and he was just like, ah, his sidestep. Oh, damn. <laughs> So so gun ho with that. It's appropriate um, that you got frenzy baited. Like that's I did, I got proper frenzy baited, yeah. Um but no, this was a good game. It just went quite downhill quite fast for the Dark Elves after they're in a position where they had to do a cage dive. It really failed. And then as soon as elves kind of mess up early, Snowball. it's like Yeah. Yeah, and, and they start moving Korn players off the pitch. Is a like if Corn can get the num if Corn gets that snowball they can pile on like no other oh. team right yeah yeah they don't stop um yeah, you, you start to get those easy frenzy 
Four die blocks. Double blocks when you look like I don't even have to reposition my players. I can just and you can just pass that when when you don't have yeah. to do blocks others. You can just pass one player to the next and keep yeah. going until they're gone. Yeah. yeah. Choo choo. Yeah. Easy yeah. train. Yeah. yeah, it's brutal. Uh, his assassin, very good, went on a huge stabbing spree. He, I think, broke armor four or five times. Wow. Um, KO'd two people, I think. Um, wow. Yeah, phenomenal. Mm, Skid a stab um, stab getting some extra points then, potentially. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I When I defended, I was, uh, I put it on the line and I had just like, I, I put um, two Seekers and a Corn Gore on the line, the, my skillless Corn Gore. Um, because I'm just like, good on that. That's... yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, I'll, I'll go. I may as well. I said, you can try the corn gore for a stab if you want. And he was like, you know, I will. And he put him, stabbed him, and killed yeah. him. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, yeah, all right. Always. Oh, yeah. So, how, how long was the game? One hour 45 yeah. on tour play. That's not yep. bad. Although, you did get that bit of a snowball effect in this game, right? So, it wasn't. Second half long. was a lot quicker. Yeah. And with like those L's missing. You know, there's going to be a lot less plays. So, okay, well, that's not too bad. Um, yeah, sounds like it was a lot of fun. Two Definitely. Hours Twelve for that game. I think got four casualties in that game. One hour thirty-eight. I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe, yeah. No, I'm not going to. We'll, we'll talk about that another time. First of all, the fact this chap is called Nido King. Nido King. Yeah. Yeah. And game one of tournaments is generally the longest game of the day as well because people are getting into the teams and working so out what everyone else has got. Cracking names here. We've got Deathwish. I just saw Dalio. Mm. Primer. A, oh. a lot of familiar names that we'll lads. probably be seeing in a couple of weeks. Lads, lads, lads. Oh, Rick as well. Oh, yep. Rick. Yep. Rick showed up for that one. I mean, he lives like 30 seconds away. Ridiculous. About time. He's, he's, he's put in his time, especially that time he came across from France. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, BT. So first round you went two nil. Correct. And then yeah. Into round two. Let's see if I can find you. Oh, table two in round two. Yeah, I think I was second in the standings at this point because I had a lot, a lot of casualties as well. So it was a, it was good points. <laughs> and um... I love this. I don't know who that yeah. is, but that's great. <laughs> this guy was hilarious. And yeah, as soon as I saw the team, it was one turning as a real gameplay. He was like, Yeah, I always play against like scathing people. <laughs> I just wanted to let them know. Um this was this was really fun, actually. This was a really hard match. Uh we both agreed it was like a really good match of Blood Bowl. Um the I received and the offensive or the his defense was so good. And there were both results that really bad dice rolls that we both had to recover from. Uh, and it ended up me having to do a three plus dodge, three plus pickup to score, which you never really want to do. And I managed to do it, but I'm just like, you can't really get better than that. Like we had both hard fought this drive, and then it happened like the same, the same again on the way back. Um, and you lost your blood spawn pretty quickly. Yeah. So this was um, this was the game where he uh, double skulled. Uh, I double both down turn one on the blitz. Took himself out. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that's that's uh... that's why it was like really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, and against mummies as well. Like mm. his roster, I think it had one mummy with block, one without. That's your team. I think he's one. <laughs> yeah, one with mummy, one with block, one with guard. 
Yeah, that was it. Guard blitz. So I was really trying to get the guard one out. Tackle mighty blow blitz, uh, shorthand school, and a dirty player zombie. Good. Oh, that zombie was like awful. That, that, that like was that. A lot, he did a lot of fouling with that. Um, That's a really nice team. Yeah, it was strong. It was really potent. I could not remove his like key players. The guard mummy was doing everything it needed to, just standing there, um, getting up and rushing to get in position, like mummies do. And um, yeah, no, just a really tough game, but a really well deserved win. I think he scored when, just when he needed to on his his drive, and then turned me over afterwards and got a two one. Uh, okay, so going into round three, you're one on one. There we go. Oh, so, sorry, how long was that game? Hour fifty six. Oh, okay. So a bit, bit longer. Like, yeah, a bit closer to the. Well, how long were the rounds? Two hours fifteen, I think. Okay, so not too bad. Not too bad. You had time to spare. Oh, yeah. Four minutes. Remember, this is from tour play. So this no, he said two, you... two hours fifteen. So you got what, like? Oh yeah, nine, yeah, yeah. Nineteen minutes. Yeah. I'm doing math right then. Yeah. And you got death wish in round three. Ben. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. First time we played. It was awesome. That's so I love. Cool. I love death wish. Yes. I love Mark. He's great. Um. And it was quite funny because I think first place and fourth place, or however the pairings work, does first play fourth in Swiss? No, first place second in first... Swiss. Mm. Does it always do that? Okay. Well, whatever, however the pairings worked, I can't remember. I think you had like Orc playing Wood Elf, I think, in round two. But neither of us wanted to play Orcs. And, um, and yeah, was it that? That was an ability Orc. That was it. So... The both myself and the undead were just like, ah, oh, thank God we both didn't have to face the orcs because like neither of us want to have that matchup. And then I get dead switching. I'm like, thank God this is the orc player I play. <laughs> At least Mug is great, as I can just inevitably lose this game. Milton, what um, do you think to the roster? Troll with pro, uh, big and guard, big and guard, two vanilla biggins, blitzer, mighty blow, blitzer with tackle and mighty blow, blitzer with guard, vanilla blitzer, alignment. Ooh, an OTB thrower and a goblin. Ian would be pleased to know that I did forget that skill again. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Fortunately, it didn't matter. It was I was going to say, say what, what were you doing passing would be my next comment. <laughs> yeah, that it's just a kickoff move. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's, yeah, I mean, it, no, it's a pretty, pretty solid list. I, I mean, I personally probably wouldn't take a troll but then you've got so much to play with in this package right so i'm seeing no star players as well you can yeah. star player on tier four only stunties can take stars uh, mm. that's okay. kind of like no stars. a little bit yeah, yeah i like that too it's not representative i think of of uh, well i've compared this bit. again i'm gonna be shum about that because i love Blood Bowl teams playing other Blood Bowl teams in games of Blood Bowl. Uh, that is the biggest, biggest difference, I think, between this edition and the last edition. Is it, it was star players were kind of rare and now they're ubiquitous. So to see mm. this many rosters where the team is the team is the team, yeah. that, that will also save game time. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. A, that's a big thing is because a star player comes along and you're like, right, who does, what is he? Who is he? He's got nine skills. What do they do? There's there's that additional time. And I reckon the star player costs five to ten minutes of a game. Um, and yeah, you know what? I hadn't even factored that into it, but I think you're right. 
especially when they're all and, bombers. Anyway, yeah, and a lot of rule, rules talking and everything. Yeah, yeah. I don't, the thing is, if you're, yeah, you're right, and, and there's no stars, and I wouldn't take the troll normally, but I mean, if, I, I guess if, if you've got, got that much four thousand wiggle room, yeah. So yeah, I mean, pretty pretty solid solid roster, and I think, you know, like I said about the orcs, it's quite challenging as to what skills you're going to take if you've got the block across the blitzers already. But no, I, I yeah, I like that. That was a that's a good roster. Anyway, yeah, leave room the game good. Uh, sorry, the game was great. Um, yeah, really fun. I, I took out two big ones really early. Sadly, not the guard ones, which I really did pay for. <laughs> um, and yeah, eventually, I think I just got ground down, which is pretty much every single time I played against Orcs of Corn, it's just been like, you're just, I, I describe it as slapping a wall repeatedly. It's so much effort, and you don't get anywhere. Like, and you just end up hurt at the end of it. Like, <laughs> you make so little progress. It's so hard. even with multi blow, removing players is so hard, um, especially when claws isn't really doing its thing. And orcs are I think really, I lost my... they're, they're tough yeah. because they've got a higher floor and a, but a lower ceiling than corn. Yeah, yeah. Corn, yeah. I mean, they're just big red goblins, really. If you dice well, <laughs> you're done in forty five minutes. If you dice poorly, you're done in forty five minutes. If you dice <laughs> on average, you're done in one hour forty five minutes. Fifty six uh, minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my blood spawn got taken out immediately in this game as well. Oof. I think this Oof. time it was a dirty player orc, or not dirty player orc, the honorary dirty player orc. <laughs> uh, his lineman was the fowler. Yeah. Um, I think he took him out. Um, and yeah, that was so that was just brutal. When you lose claws as well, breaking through the armor is like, and the strength. You often need those strength five blitzes to just clear a yeah. hole and move away guard or something. Yeah. And yeah. Well, this I this is a good matchup. That's that's. That's a, it was this fun. Is a delicious combat. I'd love to see this. I would watch this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fun. We had surfs, we had baits. We had, I even did this stupid play to, I was explaining to Mark, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to do this and it's going to pay off because if I, if I surf, if I, if I do this stupid play, I'll get like three players off. And I basically had to like move a guy, I, I moved the Bloodseek like around, like via the sideline. The blitz from the other angle because then I had an angle to get him to the sideline and frenzy him out. So where I was stood, I could just push him along. But if I went around, it'd be great. And um I, I did it and I got the two dice and I got the push and I got a push both down. I'm just like, no, I need I want to surf him. Double skull. <laughs> so oh, I took the push and double skull and you're just like out of rerolls and you're like and then I did it again. Later in the game I did it again. I'm just like, no, it happened once, I'll do it again. No, no, take the push, the second block goes terribly that's not how and, odds work <laughs> yeah i know I, I i eventually learned my lesson i think and decided look if the first block is a pow take it it doesn't matter that it's not a surf i got a bit too obsessed but with orcs sometimes you need the surf it's the only way to break mm. through them greed mm. is a real thing uh anyway yeah. it's never a bad thing i think to fall to an opponent like no Mark, no so incredibly gracious lovely guy and to lose to orcs the 2024 boogeyman team yeah. <laughs> oh, hello, Libby May. Are you awake now? Oh, okay. Giving your opinion on orcs. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. take another game. Oh. Yeah. That's Time it. for me to mute you guys. Carry on. <laughs> Speaking of orcs, um, the winner of the tournament was orcs. Uh, Way. Yeah, going to one the point award. for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Itchin, veteran player. I think he's got oh, like seven yes, thousand okay. NAF name uh, NAF games. In. Yes, he does. Um, yep, went three and zero. We had, I think, 
three three and O's. Yeah, coach as well went three and O with Tomb Kings and three and O with Nobility as well. So, but what was interesting? So they had they had so many prizes. He um, broke down winners per category. So they had like an overall winner, of course, and they had a runner-up. But then they also had green skin winner, humanoid winner, chaos winner, um, oh, Stunty winner, okay. so Stunty Cup. Yeah, and it was just it was a really cool idea because he was just like, I've got all these this prize support. Um, want to give it out fairly. Mm. So yeah, and so like there were loads of winners, which felt really cool. That's a lot nice of people person. competing. Yeah, I think you get lots of people get to go away with something then. So that, that works out really nicely. Yeah, he did say, I'm putting Skaven in the Chaos Division because that's the kind of way you need to put them and then just everyone growl. Yeah. <laughs> All like the Chaos and Renegade players. But then Drew came away and won it with Chaos Chosen. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well done, Drew. It's, it's not a tournament in the South Coast if Drew doesn't go away with a prize of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> Something to fill up his trophy room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you say that. Yeah, it was. It was. It was great to see. You um, say that, but he's he's talking about moving to Spain. Did you? I, I saw that. Yeah. Saw oh, a really? random thread that said, "Yeah, hey, what's the blood bowl scene like in Spain?" Because my wife oh, and daughter are pretty eager to move. Enormous. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he'd be out there like winning Spanish trophies. He can run the, the playa head uh, tournament out there. Can, yeah outsource that no that's actually really cool to like have that like divisibility and we've we've kind of talked about that and obviously we've talked about the series and how we're gonna kind of incorporate that into our tournaments so it's yeah it's really nice that you kind of have like a secondary like rung to kind of aim for even mm. if you're not because like it's kind of already there isn't it like uh, with the stunty players like there's always this sort of kind of i mean mo i would say most tournaments probably not every tournament but most tournaments run like a stunty cup or like a you know something for the stunty players as a sort of secondary and that's kind of that other category that you can Ooh. fall into but like i guess there's so many other categories isn't there because you've got your tiers you know that like world cup yeah, you say well, did they ben yeah yeah you had like best coach of Ooh. each team yeah players, yeah um, no, I really like that. That's that sounds like it was a really good idea. And yeah, I think Drew <laughs> Drew's been playing. I think he's trying to get one of every team, isn't he? Yeah, he's trying he's... to cycle through one of every team. But he's such a solid player now. Yeah. And after all of his wins last year, I can see him doing extremely well with that. Yeah. I think Wayne did that, didn't he? Um, yeah, he was and, playing through the teams. Yeah. Yeah, was very successful with it too. And I think yeah. that's yeah, that's a really cool cool way to play. And obviously the build worked really well in terms of not having a, like an individual meta. I mean, there's there are no repeat teams until ninth and tenth, and there are then three shambling undeads in the top twelve. But the top oh, yeah. nine teams are all different races. Oh, really? Yeah, that's actually really good to see, and like not much dash. <laughs> no. No, hey. but that that is just like reflective of the current meta, isn't it? And it's like it's like you're just saying about your game against the orcs. It's like I think that's very indicative of like what we're seeing a lot of, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, hitting that, slapping that wall is <laughs> so. On to the next topic of discussion. Um, so we're looking at this through tour play. Um, before I talk about what I think of it, what what are your guys' thoughts on tour play for tournaments? Like, what what appeals it appeals to you, and what are you concerned about? 
Uh, so appeals for me uh, is definitely the fact that it's it's all there. It's easy to set up in terms of if you set it up right, it's easy for the players to to get it, see what's going on. Everything's very visible, um, and it's very clear. So you, you've got less paperwork, you've got less details to to worry about. Um, it's yeah, it's literally all in your hand. I think that the fears um, is making sure it works because it's a new system and detail um, and playing in places where the uh, mobile coverage is less than ideal, um, which you, we've previously we found in enjoyment. If uh, depending on which phone network you're on, you may be uh, going outside to find out the to order your food from the QR code. So that's, I'm so glad you brought that up because that was a huge issue here. Oh, um, that actually yeah. really was. And that made me think just like, mm, maybe Ben was right about the bit. <laughs> okay. So this, yeah, because this is something we've discussed about quite a bit, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, for, for me personally, I mean, there's, so look, there's a huge overhead for the tournaments we run in terms of like the preparation that's done for it in terms of getting everything right. And the fact that we manually do them and those, those people that haven't used to a play, um, to, to to run a tournament and they're doing it manually using oh god what's the piece of software we use the yeah, no, score score that is it yeah, yeah using score or something similar and kind of having all the things come in there's like the time required in between like at the ends of the rounds to get all the scores in get the new things up get it all sort of set up and everything and it works but there is an enormous amount of like work in that and i think the the real appeal of tour play is to take that pressure off because i guess in in into in a certain way if you're a did chris play yes yeah did. so this is probably probably the biggest advantage i think of tour play if you're running a small to medium-sized tournament and you want to play this takes all of that admin out of it right you know the 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 admins on the players the players can organize themselves the software does it all and you can join in and then at the end you can just go in and look at it and tally it all up and so that's probably the the, the biggest appeal i guess uh for me towards it but then there was this sort of massive fear from us and we we talked about this about whether or not we would want to consider running to a play for our events didn't we and that kind of came to the conclusion that what we've got works uh and to maybe not change that because we didn't really have a great understanding and that was the, that was that was the reason why i wanted to go yeah. to the first Spartan bowl yeah was to try it like oh, that's what so, I, I was. No, I mean, yeah, I, I wanted to play Blood Bowl as well. But like yeah. one of the one of the things I really wanted to see was like how tour play was going to work because yeah. I've not had a chance to use it yet. It's that risk versus uh, reward, but, isn't it? Like yeah, the the the, the risk of uh, you know what do we have at Beachhead last year? Seventy something. The risk of seventy two. Yeah. yeah. In just like just in it going wrong was because we'd had this in one of our other tournaments where the beginning score got misaligned with Google. I think that was down to me not doing something right, but like. That was a that was a bit of a problem, but we got through it and it's fine. But like the the risk of that happening because of other stuff is quite a it it, it clenches some things. So <laughs> yeah, so you're right to that effect, Wilson. Um, so um, was did you struggle with this personally? So yeah, so the connection. I'll touch on first. Actually, no. I'll first I'll touch on the point you said, Milton, about Chris playing. Um, he was asked at the end. Did you find that it was really manageable? And he said, yes, kind of, but he had another TO, his wife helping out with a lot right. of admin and stuff. Okay. He still felt it was quite a lot to manage, even while playing. 
even with all the automation, he still had to manage a lot. Yeah, I would say that's heading into larger territory for sure. So yeah, he definitely seemed like he would be more comfortable not playing. Yeah, you you probably as a TO get into the point where you're like, please let my game be an hour and a half, not Mm. two hours ten. Because it's just things like time reminders and stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah. And I I, yeah, I saw the same at Pitch Invasion in High Wycombe in November, which was a much smaller tournament. It was like 12 people or something. Mm. And um, maybe 20. And that um, Carl managed that while playing, and he found it quite a lot as well. And there were some entries which he had to put in manually because some people just didn't connect at all or like didn't want to or whatever. Um, right. And so there is that. Um, Regarding the connection, yes, this massively affected me. There was a joke that there was a Faraday cage at the college that was causing an absolute null zone. Because <laughs> it was nothing. You went in that college and you had, which is really weird for Eastley. Eastley is built, like, I used to work there and I used to have great, like, 4G signal. It was fantastic. And for some reason, absolutely terrible. Um, they had Wi-Fi, but it was edgy roam, which you could only connect to on an iPhone. Uh, what? Everyone with Android phones were just screwed. Yeah, there was there was a long, lengthy process. I think you had to go through to connect to it. And Chris was just like, and honestly, I can't be bothered to deal with each and every one that comes up. So I fortunately provided uh, Ultrabooks, so a Chromebook for everyone oh needed nice them, that the college <laughs> provided with the login. <laughs> and wow. so everyone had like a laptop if they needed to. That like is a little mini laptop. That That's a hell of a save. Yeah. That is that is really good. Yeah. Great organization, and that worked fantastically. Um, surprised tour play wasn't blocked or whatever, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and that gets around the other problem which Ben was waving to us about, which is the concern about if you've got a device with a less than great battery and you're playing three two hour games, are you going to absolutely murder your mobile device's battery and be playing game three fighting over the plug? Mm. Yeah, just one long yeah. league game at Entoyment did my battery in once, uh, and I was like, "Oh, seriously?" <laughs> there were charging facilities there, obviously, because we're in a classroom. There are plugs everywhere, mm-hmm. so you could always just charge. But, um, but yeah, that is a concern. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think the pros are with the cons, you know. Yeah, and something I wish, I, I, I think touching on that connection actually before I move on. I think a feature that Torplay could have, not sure if it does, I didn't check, but I don't think it does, is if one coach could enter both players' results, like I casualties. Can't, can't do it yet. Yeah, it's, which that would be handy, because then you just wonder. Even at a league yeah. night. Like, yeah. It would just be so much better if you were like, oh, do you want me to just track this? Because the other share a device. Like, yeah. yeah. So, so wait, did he have to give a Chromebook to every player as a result of that? Because well, I just no, assumed it was per table. Tried. Some people could get a drip of oh, like okay. signal. Some people just said mark it all at the end, which is fine. Right. That is another option where you can just tally it all up at the end. Guys, I'm so sorry. We've got a code brown situation, so I'm going to have to <laughs> nip off for a few minutes, but please carry on. You're Libby. <laughs> Sorry, leave Libby here. She'll be fine. All right. <laughs> that's never happened on that podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're glad to say that's never happened yeah. on the podcast. Was, no, there was that time Milton had the best. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh gosh no so that that's really interesting because obviously that was one of our major concerns about it and i think you know looking at this like having gone through it i mean there's so many ad advantages to it and I, I know a long time ago we kind of talked about the sort of uh the idea of having a platform like this and then tour play kind of emerged and now it's kind of you know come out of its infancy and it's it's pretty widely used and um, just having all of the kind of stats there, like going back and being able to go, okay, well, this game lasted, you know, one hour 56 and this yeah. skill package was this and they didn't use stars. And then you're like, you can start to analyze some of that statistics. You can start to actually make better decisions, I think, based on like the information that's laid out for, for, for tournaments or maybe even your own like personal like choices. Yeah, I was like, I was looking through the other corn rosters, which was so easy to do on there. Yeah, like just to see less like okay, what does like it was all blocked beforehand. You couldn't see it until today. Yeah, so that you you also have that feature, um. But then retrospectively, going back, being just like okay, what decisions did these people make? Because hmm. you know, did I go wrong somewhere? Yeah, and, yeah. and, and well, I mean, the other huge advantages is like we we give everyone paper, and this is obviously paperless, and so there's none of yeah. that overhead. There's none Absolutely. of that cost association. Um. You know, you you rock up on the day, you just sign in, I guess, and that's it. You off you go. Uh, there's very little kind of administration on the tournament prep end of it, which means that you can put more energy and effort into the other areas, which it looks like Chris did a, a fantastic job of. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's just there's so much appeal to tour play. Um, I had um I had one more point which you guys might find interesting because you were the guys who checked the rosters. You know, me and Ben too lazy. So we um. There is an element that I thought might happen, which didn't really happen, but I wanted to see, was that because Torplay automates so much stuff, mm -hmm. I wonder if it encourages any complacency, where you kind of think just like, oh, Torplay will validate it all. It'll be fine. Everyone's going to have the right skills. That'll be fine. Um, yeah. And I think that does work. So I think the skills, all done. You can't cheat. You 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 submit the skill packages you can take, and Tor Play will validate it, and it'll green tick it if everything's fine and dandy. That's that's awesome. But I think there were, um, I, I found one roster, one roster, which did bypass the three skill limit. That was the custom rule of this tournament, and um, that was just went unchecked, and I don't think it mattered. Like I even messaged one of the coaches. And oh, okay, it so it's not bug proof. Well, no, so, so you can't submit that, custom rules like that. Yeah, so in that uh, case, okay. it's a custom rule that's not in tour play. Yeah. So therefore, you'd either need to manually check the lot or... Yeah. And I don't think uh, we can expect tour play to handle custom... Yeah. That the custom <laughs> no, no, okay, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, well, well, okay, interestingly, that's one of the points that we kind of discussed before, wasn't it? Was the... So this is... I don't want to say it's like a run of the mills not the right term but you know it's like a standard format that's better like a standard format tournament there's no special star players there's no um mixed teams mixed teams or yeah. any yeah any other kind of uh changes it's it's standard teams it's standard skills it's standard stuff there's a clear standard skill package and that's great you know a fantastic layout for a tournament we tend to put on things that 
change that and we do have that customization and so yeah i mean you're right that one of those things that we were concerned about was the fact that for beachhead we run the fen beast for dungeon bowl we've got slightly different rules that we're going to implement this year we weren't quite sure whether or not it worked for team play or uh the mixed teams or anything like that and it does seem that to a player have addressed quite a lot of that already that you can yeah add custom i think you can you can stuff. add mercenaries so i think you could add the fen beast as mercenary and have that as an option yeah. right um but, but yeah. is the concern then around the fact that because it's custom and then it's not validated correctly because it's slightly different is that then going to cause a problem and we still have to go through and make sure that everything's all right yeah i still think to should be checking yeah. uh i think i think you'd like you can't trust it to just handle everything i think it is a case of it's well it's, it's like any system you you push and you bend the rules and you might accidentally open a a, a gap for someone to go through yeah. exactly. Um, exactly and how People was it find the, yeah how was it for the players on the day ben because one of the things is always looking at the stat the standings and who's doing what and the detail was there did did it take away from people gathering and talking about no things no or? no not at all not at all i think people were chatting more than they were looking at the phones for sure um then if that was a symptom of the fact you couldn't see it but um yeah it was <laughs> no people were still being it's like oh no how'd your game go like it was still really social like people were still talking through their teams it literally this was just used to oh casualty casualty end game oh and also generate the weather and stuff um yeah so it was just an easy log and the fixtures going up and you just like check it that's handy yeah he's just like round two's up look at your phone done now where you go that's pretty good I mean, one thing I was just thinking about the connectivity issue is uh, like one way around it might be, I don't know the cost association, but I know Ben may have had a recent encounter with this, but having one of those uh, mobile routers and then just letting everyone connect off of that. What, 50 devices on one router? Is that, can that take Well, if, if I don't know. I, I don't know whether that's like a feasible thing or whether you, you, you know, as a TO or, I mean, there's obviously like a financial implication to that but whether or not that would help you get around it um yeah probably would i think honestly my suggestion is if you know you're going to a venue with really dicey connection like you know it's notably bad like not like oh i get a couple of bars that's fine if it's yeah. like there are places in this building where you will get nothing and that's mm. what we're playing with tournament, just don't use tour play like i just think yeah. if you don't have a backup because you might end up causing more problems than it's solving Right. um i think there there have been tried and true methods that we still use that tournaments have used for ages that do just work and i don't think it would be worth the stress of it not working on the day um if you have internet connection though it's phenomenal and i'd use it every single time you guys may have talked about it so sorry if i've missed this but libby and i were having a chat a second ago one thing we used historically raised was the technological barrier of trying to oh. get everybody who i mean milton every time we do a tournament we get a couple of people send it in on a back of a napkin like and stuff like that which is fine if that's how you do it because we want our tournaments to be accessible which is why the skills and the costs and everything are quite low the question is would it be if you got 50 people able to log on do their team would it be a suitable way to collect rosters for our events potentially you well, can set the skills package up and then the skills package gets sorted by them 
I tour play. Yeah, so we did touch on that. Oh, um, we yeah. did just touch on that. Yeah, so we, we were saying, like, we were saying, Sorry, does it mean that TOs have to do less, less management? Um, and we, it, we were saying, like, it does do skills and things, but the minute you have any custom rules, you kind of got to check it. Um, yeah. But I, I, it, it is a good way to collect them, and it has it all in one place. Which is it's, it's interesting what you say about the technological barrier. And I think sort of three, four years ago, uh, yeah, a lot's changed in that time for us anyway. And I don't know whether that's because we've just got a lot of repeat custom or whether that's because of things like tour play. Yeah. Well, and also tour play has gone from, oh, what is it? And how does it work? To, I would reckon, 40, 45 of the players that went to that tournament had used tour play in one format or another. Because what you don't want is half the games where everyone starts and go, what do I do next? What button do I press? How does this work? What do we fill in? Or worse still, getting to the end going, oh, we haven't filled in anything. What were we meant to do? Yeah, that's true. There's, there's a cost, isn't there, as well, to host a tournament on tour play? Is that right? Uh, I think there's like a free one, are they? Are they free? I thought there was a flat cost of like a five or something. Uh, the tournament tools are definitely free for some time. I don't know if they still are. There might be. I don't think it's very much. No, I think there's like a small flat fee for it. Like, especially yeah. if you're getting to some people. Like, okay. So the big question then is, for us, for Beachhead or for Bonehead Bowl, would you recommend to a play? Yeah, hundred percent. I would. I would. Okay. I know we're questioning yeah. the bit internet. Um, I don't know if there are null zones, but I still think it's good. I think it would at least be good for what Ben was saying, where you could get rosters into it. Yeah. You don't have to use on the day if you're feeling a bit questionable, but to get the rosters in, it's great. Especially because uh, yeah. we have tournaments. It's the format so that they come in. It's like we have a roster sheet. <laughs> and then it's use like, the roster sheet. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I use the roster sheet or, you know, just wind melting up. Do it in work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's interesting, and it's something we can we can look at during Beachhead is the connection levels during the day. I yes. mean, Beachhead is a unique tournament environment because it is a gaming show, and there are four hundred gamers in a room with at least one mobile device each, if not more. So, this is notoriously bad uh, network coverage on that day because I'll bring, everyone I'll bring is... my router, my my five G router. And we'll we'll see, right? Yeah, yeah. We still got yeah, the, the good, yeah. BT one here, so Tiff can just about <laughs> have the internet, as I abandon her. But um, yeah. we can also have a little um a little charging hub for lunch or something. People can plug their phones in on the yeah. TO table. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, just need happened. a load of plugs and a load or a load of USB ports. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the world's biggest power bank. Yeah, <laughs> you, you could you could trade tra trade in a reroll for a power bank for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, in short, though, I think so. I think it's great. I think I'm looking forward to playing more tournaments with it. Uh, I think it's awesome to see your past tournaments as well because it keeps mm, all of those. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and it's also got other things. It's got like you know your ranking that increases like outside of the NAF. It's yeah. got like. It's just got loads of little things. And you can really feed nice. the results into NAF, can't you? You can, yeah, really easily. Play. So yeah. that's that's another admin task 
which is definitely a, your, your admin task, Ben. So that's uh, that's that's handy. Not the, the ability. Tall play is good because it's not score. It's, yeah, um, yeah, that's true. It's significantly more modern. Well, it's it's gonna be better than pairing. It's gonna be better than best coast pairings or whatever they may just use it. Oh god! Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one's awful. Yeah, let's not talk about that one. Um, no, I think we're incredibly lucky as a community to have this tool. Uh, huge shout out to whoever made it. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure we've spoken to them before. Have you been? Have you met? Have you, have you chatted to them before? But no, can't remember. No, I did. It probably worth great. picking up with them because um, that's the only thing that's missing, right? Is if they could just give us a TO admin tool page, uh, <clears throat> or just a, a co-player admin tool page, that would be it, and we could we could it would be good to go. And you got one device, one internet as a backup. Yeah. Oh, goodness <laughs> me, child. Actually, I'm, I've got a question. <laughs> A question, if Libby doesn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, is like I don't know. I, I don't know whether you'll know. Is whether or not you can have multiple admins for the tournament? Uh, because presumably, so. like somebody sets it up. Yes. Because you, you can, like, say, for example, we're running the tournament, and all of us want to be able to manually enter in people's scores who weren't yeah. didn't have connectivity or something. Like, I how does that work? You can. I think believe. you can because you can have multiple. You multiple league admins. Yeah, okay. Okay. Cool. No, it sounds like they've covered a lot of the bases. And like like I said, it's it's no longer in its infancy. I think a couple of years ago when we started to first hear about it, there was a lot of um in and ah in about whether or not it would be capable of doing this, that, and the other. But so much development's gone into it. And yeah, so they're very responsive as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. props to them for doing such a great job of that. But um, yeah, the, it's on definitely... The cost, on the cost thing? Doesn't matter how much it is. I think even if it's like, two pounds per player, worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree. The the one thing that we mentioned earlier, which I was just thinking through about the fact that both players have got to enter uh, the detail, and it'd be handy if it was only one. I actually, from a from a sort of accuracy as a as a TO. I like the idea that both players have got to put it in because oh, what yeah. you're doing is you're taking away any point where someone has accidentally or deliberately made a slight error and been out by one casualty. It's not being checked and that comes through as a big change. So yeah. although it's not great because everyone's got to have the, the connection, if you, I think if you can get past that, can people access it? There doesn't seem to be any reason why you would not. An option for the tournament would be good. So you can have a selectable option when you run your tournament, just like you can allow it or yeah. disallow it. I think that would be good. Um, I think the thing is, if, if you went with, if you can't connect, here's a paper copy, write it down. The yeah. TO will fill it in as a backup plan. That sounds eminently uh, like what we've been doing anyway. So that's why, yeah, yeah it's, that seems all right. Um, anyway, I think that's probably, that's probably good. Uh, for yeah. talk play, I think yeah. we kind of covered it all. I I, I really like it. Like I said, I, I want to see it in future. I hope we run it in future. Ooh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll cover it. How does it go? It's like happy blocking something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So more more blood ball, more better. Happy blocking. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. That's that. We'll send that. How's that? Yeah. Do? <laughs>
Thanks very much for watching. We really appreciate your support. If you want to support the channel even further, please like and subscribe. It really does help us out. Or come join us on YouTube members or in Patreon, where you can get exclusive access to some content, some loot, early access to basically everything we do, as well as regular competitions. Or you can pick up some Bonehead Podcast loot either on our website at boneheadpodcast.com. We've got the Dungeon Bowl things. We've got tokens and stuff like that. Or on our Spreadshirt site as well. Everything you do just helps us make more content and hopefully do it of better quality. Anyway, thank you very much for watching. Happy blocking.